the volume. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com/iheart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Friday Morning Colin Coward Podcast. My buddy John Middlecoff is going to join us. Uh, John's a former NFL scout. I think he's fantastic. He's also going to be a great golf podcaster for whatever company pays for that because he's fantastic. He'll have some thoughts on Bryson DeChambeau, or as we call him, Bryson Douche Shambo after another embarrassing incident. But it's Friday, so it's time for fake questions, real answers. These are questions I want to answer, but don't want to wait for somebody to ask me them. Here we go. Dear Colin, people are always talking about how some retired NFL quarterback should unretire. Which quarterback do you think could come back and be successful? Well, the obvious answer is Phillip Rivers because he won 11 games last year. But there is something going on in the NFL, which I think makes it really difficult for older quarterbacks who aren't athletic. And athleticism now is at a total premium because of rule changes. If you look at the young quarterbacks that are succeeding in this league, all of them are special athletically. Kyler Murray is a success. So is Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, yet Jared Goff struggling. Daniel Jones doesn't appear to be dynamic enough. Mac Jones in New England. I'm hearing 
they clearly see his limitations athletically. When you have a sport which changes rules to benefit special athletes, it becomes increasingly difficult for older athletes, i.e. quarterbacks, to flourish. Now, I do think there are perfect situations. Brady in Tampa, good O-line, great weapons. Phillip Rivers behind arguably the best O-line in Indianapolis. But that's going to be an outlier going forward. Athleticism, never been more important. Rule changes dictate that. Dear Colin, if you were a successful college football coach, would you leave for the NFL? I always feel the two best football jobs in America. Number one, the best job is an NFL head coaching job when you have a star quarterback in his athletic prime. All right. You don't have to teach him how to play quarterback or you don't have to hunt for his successor like in Green Bay. I would say Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes the next 10 years. Seattle, Russell Wilson the next seven to eight years. Buffalo, the next 10 years. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, the next decade. Those are the best jobs in football. You don't have to worry about the NCAA, meddling boosters, or athletic directors. The second best jobs, football jobs in America, are the top college football jobs. Bama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, top brands, Notre Dame. Why? Because you can control your personnel. As Nick Saban says, I get 25 first-round picks every year. Now, the downside to that is that the players are constantly leaving the program. You're having to refill the cupboard constantly. But some guys like recruiting. I think every other football job after those two groups, NFL coaches that have star quarterbacks in their prime and big brand football powers, every other football job in America, you're being hired to eventually be fired. Dear Colin, you're a college football prospect. You can choose one school to go to. What are you picking? Well, with the new name, image, and likeness component, you have to consider that I would choose Texas. Here's the reasons. Athletic director Chris Del Conte is considered the best athletic director in the country. Very smart in terms of promotion and marketing. He's going to get eyeballs on the program. Steve Sarkeesian, also very offensive-minded. Texas is located in Austin, Texas, the fastest growing city over the last 18 months in America. It is sophisticated. The brand is big enough to have massive appeal around the country. SEC schools play real big boy football, but most are lodged in very small towns. USC is a great brand, but it's a distracted city and a distracted program. You have two NFL teams two NBA teams, two baseball teams within a 45-minute drive. Texas football owns that part of Texas, sophisticated, large brand with a brilliant marketing guy as athletic director, feels like the best place in college football over the next half decade to play. Dear Colin, Los Angeles County, going back to masks, this must really burn you. Interesting question. No, it doesn't. Listen, I wear seatbelts. Why? Because if you get into a car accident, there's a 45% chance wearing a seatbelt will save your life. I know in America, they're taking my freedoms from me in my car. I'd like to live. In L.A. County currently, every single person in ICU or who has died of COVID 
is unvaccinated. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm okay with it. You don't have to wear a mask at home. You don't have to wear it in a car like you have to wear a seatbelt. You don't even have to wear it at a restaurant if you're eating. You've got to wear a mask from the moment you leave your car to the front door of the restaurant. Where I live, that's 20 feet. Then you can take it off when you sit down. I know this is infringing on my liberties as an American, but I would argue aren't seatbelts? There's limitations on planes. There's limitations in cars. There's limitations in our workplace. I'm okay. Spend $7 and buy a really comfortable silk mask. I have several. I'm okay with it. It's not ideal, but either is life. All right, let's bring in John Middlecoff, former NFL scout. He is the host of the Three and Out podcast. We are going to... um, I'm not going to I'm not going to give it away, but we're going to have some big news with John Middlecoff soon. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, One of the things you may not know about John is that he's not only as good as any podcaster in the country on football, the NFL, but he loves golf. And so I want to start today. We have given Bryson DeChambeau a new name on this show last week. Bryson Douche Shambo. I don't like him. It may be generational. I like Brooks Kepka a lot. I love Tiger Woods. I'm okay, John, with an alpha male. I'm okay with an over-the-top guy. I really am. But there is a certain level of refinement and respect I demand. I hated John Daly. I can't stand Bryson. Uh, basically, he called out Cobra. <laughs> These are custom clubs he helped design. Cobra fired back, and he had to apologize. I love golf. I play it. You are really passionate. How do you view Bryson DeChambeau? Well, I, I think we have to look just golf's different than football, basketball, or baseball, right? It's you're by yourself. So historically, you've gotten some weirder guys, you know, you know, the top, the Jacks, the Phils, the Tigers, they can run in any crowd. Tiger used to hang with Michael, but most guys aren't really running with, uh, with, with Tom, you right. know, <laughs> or with Cal Ripken or whatever. He's clearly an outlier personality, just the way he is as an individual, and he would be in any sport that he played. He is an elite player, though, and he has been for a long period of time. People on tour do not like him. Kepka is not alone. The people that I know in that kind of world, they they do not like him, you know, for just reasons. Not that he's just a weirdo, because there are a lot of weirdos, and they're weirdos in team sports. It's that uh, they don't always think he's a great guy. Now, he's young. You know, he's in his mid-20s, and he's making... You know, I would imagine the golf when when you were growing up, Jack or whoever, the money, right, in your adult life since you've been working in the business changed dramatically. Right. So these guys, a guy like Bryson now, you know, probably making $30 million a year on and off the course, right? He's making huge money. So it can go to your head a little bit. And, you know, everyone is answering to him. I think he has a lot of yes men. It's pretty clear his caddy quit on him. Quit, you know. The caddy, you are as a caddy, you make as much as your player makes. And Bryson is a cash cow. You know, he's one of the top earners on the tour. So that's not normal. And the guy's just like, I had enough. You know, you, you don't leave a, a, a rocket ship in money when you're a caddy. And that's what basically the guy did. So, yeah, I think Bryson just now from a golf standpoint, this course is terrible. You know, the, the, the open over. You, you, aren't you English, Colin? Yes. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the terrain over there is a little different than over here, right? So it's, you know, you can't just bomb it down the course, hit it wherever, and it gets to them. And there are a lot of, you know, quote unquote, lucky breaks, I think, historically in this tournament. And Bryson doesn't do luck. Scientists just, he's very, he's a mathematician, right? And th- this tournament is not black and white. There's a lot of gray area and that's not his thing. So it's, it's going to be a long, I mean, not a long week. I mean, he'll, he might be gone after, after Friday, right? Um, I tend to be a huge Rory McIlroy fan. He is, he reminds me a little of Kepka abroad. Alpha um, has a celebrity feel, respectful of the game, respectful of its history, but definitely a big hitter, um, a personality, outspoken, smart. He, he reminds me again, a little bit of Kepka, Dustin Johnson. I like all three of those guys. Those are three of my favorite guys, along with Mickelson on the tour and Tiger. Your thoughts on Rory, the Open, and his chances? Uh, not good. I, I think he's somewhat of a shell of himself as a player. I mean, when he burst on the scene, he was one had one of the what greatest three-year. You know, you know, some of the older guys think he got too rich. I mean, he made a couple hundred million dollars by the time he was 25. And, uh, you know, it, now you could argue golf, Tiger Woods and Phil, you know, there's a rare group that can maintain greatness for decades, right? Most guys have three or four year windows and it's not like a quarterback that can have 15 great years. Like some guys go on two or three year runs, but then they maybe go on another two or three year run. I, I just think it's hard. You know, the, the depth of the, the tour has never been this deep. And again, he's really, really rich. You know, when you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, it's not like Belichick's calling you practices right now. You got to go out and hit balls by yourself. You know, you got to just work by yourself. And that it can be lonely in, in sports. You know, it's a, it's a very lonely sport. Football is you just you get to grind with teammates. Even the worst of times there are guys right next to you. Even the position coach is kind of in the trenches with you in golf. It's really just. You kind of your caddy, but I mean, it's just kind of you, you know, it's, and it's just, it's a fickle game. I mean, you just overthink. It's kind of like baseball in the sense that I think you think a lot, right? Or kicker and you can overthink. And I think like you said, Rory's a really intellectual guy and uh, you know, he just, you know, he's going through some swing coaches and it's clearly just not firing on all cylinders. All right. John Middlecoff on golf. He's fantastic on it. We'll get more into that over the upcoming weeks and months here on the volume. We've all had that dream. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. Well, on FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to 1000 bucks back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. And it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday, $5 Dinger Tuesdays. Place a $25 wager or more on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in-site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max $25. Make your MLB picks for the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Same game parlay is preferred. Any local player you would place a 25-plus home run wager on this Tuesday to opt in to the promotion? My pick, Shohei Otani. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use, great odds, all different betting markets, unique fun, bet types like Same Game Parlay, which is great. Their Same Game Parlay is fantastic. Always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game. And when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. They do. 
Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up, promo code Colin to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code Colin. 21 plus and present in Indiana or Jersey. First online real money wager, only for risk-free bet, refund, and bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus, 25 bucks a game. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana or 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So a couple of NFL stories that jump out to me. Uh, I saw Jimmy Johnson, who... I don't know if I've ever told you this. So when I started doing, I came to Fox and they had, I came here and they gave me the herd. 
And then part of my deal was I was also going to be a co-host of an afternoon show with Jason Whitlock. I was not scheduled to do the Sunday show with Michael Vick, Juan Stat, Tony Gonzalez, and Carissa. I wasn't scheduled. Uh, but Eric Shanks, the president, came up to me and said, would you be interested doing it? And I said, well, who's the host? Because the host kind of drives the show. And he said, Carissa Thompson. Well, Chris and I are friends. She's unbelievably talented. She's so much fun to work with. And what I quickly discovered is that Jimmy Johnson was so valuable to me as a talk show host because Jimmy is the first guy in every Sunday on the show after us. So I would get there for my show. Hell, Jimmy'd been there for a half hour. Football coach in him. John, yeah, I would ask Jimmy risers. five or six questions. He was so smart. He knew everybody. I stayed on that show for years because of Jimmy Johnson and Carissa. Carissa as a co-host. Well, I wasn't a host, but as a, as a co-worker. And Jimmy Johnson because he was so damn smart. Now, Jimmy's career is winding down. I would honestly pay Jimmy Johnson. I've thought about this to just give me information. I'd give him a monthly fee if, if I can call you twice a month for 15 minutes and get information. He's that great. So long story short, um, he's been talking with Urban Meyer. Belichick and Jimmy are tight. Urban and Jimmy are tight. And Jimmy said this week that Urban's getting incredibly frustrated because he has no contact with players because of COVID and the NFL rules. And I thought to myself, you know, a lot of college coaches go to the NFL. And John, you know this. They struggle with lack of control. The owner makes calls. The GM controls personnel. And now you throw in COVID to Urban Meyer. And it did make me pause for a moment with Urban, who I know well, like, know he and his wife. And I thought, this is not a control business. College football is a control business. That is not an NFL business. If I said to you, predict this season for Urban Meyer and the Jags, where do you go record-wise? Um, where do you go uh, just kind of what it looks like in a year from now? Really quick, a quick Jimmy Johnson story at the Super Bowl two years ago when the Niners played the Chiefs, I went for the three and out pod to interview Brett Veach. And I know some other guys on the staff, so I just stayed at their, they were staying at this big Marriott, wherever, and BSing. We I had breakfast with a couple guys and they said, you know, Jimmy talked to the team last night. Andy Adam talked to the team. And they said, honestly, I've never seen anything like that. The, everyone was just on the edge. of. They said it was absolutely incredible. Uh, every movie scene you've ever seen with a co it was as good as it got. I've he been said at, he still has his fastball. Okay. I've been at two this dinners. This was two years ago. I've been at two dinners in the last five years with Jimmy Johnson at Fox, and he's given the speech both times. He's so good. He's yeah. so bright. I have learned more football from Jimmy Johnson than anybody I've ever met. So so let's go back to Urban, your thought. I, I, I think there's just such a distinct difference from college in the pros. Now, I, I didn't work at a Power 5 conference, but when I left at, from Fresno State and we were producing first-round guys and had, you know, Coach Hill was a NFL guy, to the pros, it was just so, it was just night and day. They, they didn't parallel anything beside you play you play football with a football. But, I mean, the way the, the weeks went, the way everything, yeah. it was just completely different. And now he was at programs that were much closer to the NFL but in terms of, like you said, these players, even though the NFL of all the sports is still the last one where the coach consistently yells at the players, right. Right? that doesn't happen in baseball. It definitely <laughs> doesn't happen in the NBA. But there is a level like you're not just peppering your players unless you're an Andy Reid or a Sean Payton and you have really close relationships over the years with your guys over the summer. Like they're off on their own. 
where in college, you, they never really leave you for more than a week, right? I mean, they, they just don't get out of you and they, they make a lot of money. Now, Urban's got a lot of cash too, but a lot of guys on his team are not, they, they don't look, I mean, he has to earn their respect one, despite he's an all-time great college coach. Right. No one would argue that. Does that mean anything to a lot of guys though on his team? No. I mean, like Trevor Lawrence just goes, well, I just played for an all-time, like who cares? Now, right. He's a bad example because he would listen to anybody. But when you talk about defensive linemen and some wide receivers that have personalities, you got to be crazy as a head coach in the NFL. You, you really do. And like I think Jimmy, but to all these guys, to Sean McVay, to Kyle Shanahan, but they learned in the league. They learned in the NFL. Right. Seeing guys handle situations of contract disputes, of holdouts, of fights at practice. It's just so much different. You find guys. If you're late, I don't care. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm just going to dock you 50 grand. Right. And that's just these coaches don't. There are certain things you don't get caught up with. Clearly, he's had a couple missteps. I I, I think it's going to be a little. Think of the guys he's going against, Colin. Your guy Ballard and Frank. How long have those two guys been in the NFL? Mike Vrabel and John Robinson. I mean, Mike Vrabel has been in the NFL for two decades. Right. John Robinson worked for Belichick. Those are the guys in his division, let alone all the other teams you have to play outside of your division. Now, he's a great individual coach, but he's not an X's nose guy, right? He depends on coordinators. Their talent is not going to be as good as other teams in their division, right? And they're depending on a young coach. I think the learning curve is going to be, for a guy that's very high stress, right? I mean, it could be really, he's going to, I mean, with the extra game, I mean, is it crazy to think that they could lose 12 games? When's the last? I mean, has he lost twelve games in two decades? Yeah, I predicted six and eleven. Um, you know, it's a weird. I made my AFC and NFC predictions this week, and I have. I always say the Constitution has been amended twenty-five to twenty-six times, so I get two amendments before the season starts. Uh, my takeaway is they'll win games because Tennessee's overvalued and Houston is a tire fire. Um, you know, I kind of. When I made my predictions, I said that's the worst division in football. You know, there's this perception that the NFC East is the worst division in football, but Washington has a Super Bowl coach and a tremendous defense. The Giants' defensive personnel, John, is excellent. The Cowboys' offensive personnel is excellent. I think the Colts are a very good football team. You can make arguments that Jacksonville and Houston aren't good on either side of the ball. Yeah, bad. Bad. And Tennessee. Texans are terrible. And I actually think Tennessee. Uh, losing Arthur Smith, I think Tannehill pulls back. I don't think he's the same quarterback. So to me, the worst division in football is AFC South. It's actually why I think, um, you know, the Colts will end up getting a very high seed in the AFC because I think they're just going to run through the organization. Um, you know, I, in terms of going into predictions, the other thing, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out to you because of your Bay Area knowledge. I had the Raiders at 7-10. and 10, and there was there was two sticking points for me. One, I think they have for the last three years reached in the draft. I don't think they're very good at it. Secondly, I think their offensive line now is becoming more dependent on Richie Incognito in his late thirties. Trent Brown is yeah. gone. Gabe Jackson's gone. And the other thing is, I think it's not a line of bullshit, but I think I think Gruden's kind of highly energized, highly optimistic worldview. I think some players are going to start turning him out, tuning him out. Where do you see the Raiders this year? Yeah, I, I think the AFC is loaded, first and foremost. You know, it took 11 wins to get in the playoffs last year. 
The Raiders, who actually at one point in time, I think were six and three, and it looked like they had a chance. They missed the playoffs last year by three games. Three. That's a large margin. And they have the Chiefs in their division, which they actually play pretty well. But, I mean, the Chiefs are way better. And then if the Chargers coach is just solid, there's more talent there. I also think, like you said, they could take a little bit of step back on offense because their offensive line and their defense, they're drafting. Mike Mayock, we followed his career for a decade plus or whatever on NFL Network. And he always had these. He had Khalil Mack over Clowney. It was like always like football guys swore by him. Yeah. And he gets with Gruden, and now he's taken. If he would have had in his ranking some of the guys he took, it would have been the biggest story for you guys like me and you in March, right? We'd have been talking about what this doesn't make any sense. He has this player, and then it's Gruden. I mean, that's what happens when you give a guy hundred million dollars. He's a terrible personnel guy. I think it's proven he's pretty good on offense. Yeah, he knows nothing about defense. He took a decade away. His handpicked guy he had to fire midseason last year. He brings in Gus Bradley. So now they're pivoting on players that they already had invested in the last several years who weren't that good anyway. But you've invested high picks in these guys. So they're kind of spinning in neutral when the AFC Cleveland got their act together. Now, Baltimore's a powerhouse. The Chargers might have a star quarterback. The culture rolling, right? The the AFC East could be really good. The Bills are good. The Dolphins are good. If the Patriots just kind of get solid. It's just going to be very, very difficult for them. And they do. The, the crazy part is if we like, well, they just haven't figured out the quarterback. Their quarterback has actually been pretty solid. Yeah, Derek's right? fine. You know, who who can't when you have a solid quarterback, if your coach is making $10 million, you should be. If they miss the playoffs, you're four. Miss, I mean, that's pretty nuts. John, John. it's been it's you not, nailed it. I mean, you said you don't take that long away and come back in an industry like this. And it clearly yeah, you, it's, I mean, can't be done. I mean, the two industries that we talk about a lot, technology and the NFL, I think they're really hard industries to leave and then for 10 years and come back. They're very fluid, fast changing, often pivoting industries. And, you know, something else about Gruden and I like John, but, you know, Chris Ballard, I'm a friend of Chris Ballard and Tom Telesco, the Chargers GM and the Colts GM, and they both have the same personality. They're they're stoic. They're very bottom line. They're not emotional. I think when you get into personnel, John, and you're a former NFL scout, you really, there is value in not being highly emotional. You cannot fall in love with players. You can fall in love with traits. You can't fall in love with players. John falls in love with players. Well, then falls out of love, right? Really fast. And I think that with the way you describe those two guys, and I know Andy has Veach now, uh, but Andy's a lot like that too. And I think Veach has kind of taken on that personality with the chiefs. They are, you know, if the guy's not working out, they'll pivot, but they don't get tied to a guy that they have to have. They can move. Well, Gruden, I have to have this guy. Well, John, instead of taking him at 17, you can get this guy in the middle of the second round. To me, the draft is one big marketplace. It's not just knowing like how good the player is. You have to know what his price is going to be. You know, you wouldn't pay $5 million for a million dollar home. And that's where the best, General managers know the Ballards, the Veaches, the John Schneiders know that they can trade back and get a guy. That's why everyone freaks out. It's not that these guys are terrible players, but you didn't need to take them there. You could have taken them two rounds later and taken another guy and still got the player. And then if that guy doesn't become good, you're kicking yourself. And it's happened to them now countless times. The guys they pass on because of the guy they have to have, because, of course, John, I got to have this guy. And then two years later, when he can't play, he's freaking out and firing people. Yeah. I want to talk to you about um, this is not going to get a lot of headlines, but I thought it was interesting. I think both you and I like Sam Darnold, and I think Carolina 
is still in a rebuilding mode defensively, but I think they're pretty special offensively. I think between Christian McCaffrey and draft pick Chuba Hubbard, those are dynamic big playbacks. DJ Moore is sensational. Robbie Anderson's an over-the-top guy that Darnold had success with in New York. I thought it was very interesting, and I want you to take me through this. Uh, they drafted, uh, last name's Christensen, a left tackle out of BYU. He was a first-team All-American, so they have solved their left tackle issue. And they're not paying Darnold much. Taylor Moten, a right tackle, right tackle, signed an extension, $72 million, 43 large guaranteed. I, I kind of have a theory that Matt Rule is going to pay his offensive players and is going to draft his defensive guys and remain young because his expertise is in offense. Your thoughts? That's actually not, I hadn't even thought about his team building philosophy, but they've drafted defensive players high in the first round the yes. last couple of years. Uh, and the Auburn deep tackle and this year, the corner. You know, I, listen, I, I I think Sam Darnold has a lot of talent. I think he has a lot of ability and the Jets were a dumpster fire the last couple of years since he was there. Now this, he's not coming into a team. I know Rule makes a lot of money and he's highly thought of, but last year didn't go that well for them. Right. Now granted, he was taken over a team that he also was a young coordinator that just like three years ago was a quality control guy in the NFL. Then he went to LSU. Clearly, he knew what he was doing, right? Learned from Sean Payton. But they had potentially a historic roster on offense. And he was awesome with it. And we'll just see. Now he's the coordinator with another guy. What if he's not good, Colin? I, I, I'm rooting for Joe Brady. He was a cool story. But what if Joe Brady, we see this. For every McVay and Kyle, there are offensive coordinators that can't cut it as an offensive coordinator. He's going to be very, like his success, as we saw Adam Gase, was a problem for him. His success is very tied to Joe Brady. So if Joe Brady's good, they're going to be good. Because like you said, speed at wide receiver. Yes. McCaffrey's a star as long as he's healthy. Uh, And their offensive line, which, you know, you invest heavily as you should, that it's it's an opportunity for Sam to play well. But there's more like to Sam than just freelancing, which is something he's good at. He's play within the offense, and that's going to come down with Joe, who actually had a lot of success, obviously, with Joe Burrow who I think has some similar physical traits to Sam, right? Athletically can move and make plays on the run and can scramble behind the line of scrimmage to throw, something I think Sam's really good at. Uh, So he's going to need Joe Brady to just be good because I think any young quarter... Troy Aikman, I listened to him with with Peter Schrager and those guys. It's your coordinator as a young quarterback makes or breaks you. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's funny because Moten, Taylor Moten was the highest rated on PFF offensive lineman for Carolina. And right before the franchise tag, they paid him up. You know, John, as quarterback has become more valuable in this league, it's also making offensive linemen a shit ton of money. Yeah. A right tackle gets $43 million guaranteed. That's, that's an amazing number to me. Now, Taylor Moulton's a good off. He's a good offensive lineman. Not great. I mean, he's probably a top 10 right tackle. But I saw that and I thought, wow. Well, because a, a lot of the freaks line up on that side. Right. And Howard Mudd told me, I remember he was we hired him when I was in Philadelphia and he obviously coached all those years with Peyton Manning, the offensive line coach with those Colts teams. And I'm like, this guy has left tackle feet. And he's like, what does that even mean? He's like, we got Dwight. We got Dwight Freeney on one side and Robert Mathis on the other side. And now if you watch a lot of these games, the Bosa brothers, Khalil Mack, you know, Vaughn Miller forever. They put that guy a lot of times over the right tackle. And when you have a good right tackle, Lane Johnson, uh, Jeff Schwartz, brother, Mitchell forever, you know, you feel pretty good about it. But when you have a questionable one, they'll, they'll eat you alive. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to have a right tackle. I think you have to have good guards. I mean, the pass rushing ability from guys inside. I mean, look at uh, the Jets this year. They went up and they traded for a guy that's going to play guard right in the first round. They, right. Because you need good guards. I mean, who's going to block Aaron Donald? Who's going to block Fletcher Cox? Who's going to block DeForest Buckner? They're probably, when I was in the league, I mean, less than a decade ago, there weren't that many great interior pass rushers. Now there are all sorts of exterior, external pass rushers, and there is a handful, like probably every other week, you're facing a guy that could be a Pro Bowl guy lining up over a guard or a center. And he is 6'4", 320. By the way, before we go, it's getting talked about a lot. Jordan Love, what do you hear? Uh, I mean, I think last year was a disaster. 
truly over his head, you know, which we know. I mean, he couldn't beat out the backup quarterback, which not that under, you know, I guess crazy to think, right? No COVID, no offseason gets thrown in in training camp. They're a team shooting for the Super Bowl. They, he, they don't even have time to develop them. Uh, this year, I think it went pretty well. Granted, it's the offseason. I went to a Niner practice. I think the uh, these practices are an all-time kind of joke. I mean, the, Kyle Shanahan's practice lasted like an hour. You know, I, I remember when I first got to the NFL, an OTA lasted two and a half, and it was kind of a grind. Now, you could say that that was probably kind of dumb. So it's it's really, it's hard to gauge much, in my opinion, from these practices, right? I mean, Jordan Love has a good arm. So if you just watch him throw, if you're a medium, you're going to be like, ah, that looks really good. But you, as a quarterback, and I saw this with Trey Lance when I went to the Niner practice, how can I have an opinion beside your size and your arm strength? Like, I don't know what you look like in the pocket. There, there's no defensive lineman running. And if they do, they stop after two steps, right? And you may scramble, but would that have been a sack? To me, you really can't take anything away till you get the pads on. And really those preseason games for a young quarterback. I think we'll know watching a couple preseason games with Jordan Love and a lot of all these young quarterbacks that were drafted too, like, are they kind of scared? Because there's a lot going on. You're learning this new offense. You got faster guys. You got to get rid of the ball faster. But to me, I don't know if you can really have a true opinion. Even if you ask LaFleur, he's like, yeah, I think he I looked pretty good. But I mean, we won't know till the bullets are flying, right? Now, if he does, then I think the countdown's on. You know, if he looks really good in training camp next year, maybe they just go on that transition to go with him and Aaron goes bye-bye. All right, buddy, John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. News on John very soon on uh, the volume. Good seeing you, my man. Uh, Enjoy the Open. It's one of my favorite tournaments of the year. It's awesome. Thanks, Colin. You bet. Follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe. Take care. just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.